What is up, Wholesale Two Million family? We back with another subscriber first wholesale deal interview today. I got my man Iman to come on to share with you guys how he closed his first wholesale deal for twelve for over twelve thousand dollars. He's a truck driver, and if he can do this, I'm telling you, any one of you can do this. It all That's comes bad. down to is how bad do you want to succeed? Okay, so if you have what it takes, take a pen, piece of paper. Iman is going to share with you exactly the entire process of how he got his first wholesale deal. There is no sales pitch or anything like that. Um, you just need to take notes. And after this, put in the W-O-R-K and you too, my friend, will be able to close your first deal. Everything that you need to know about wholesaling, closing your first deal, or you're trying to scale your business up, where you have a system and a team in place, um, making between $10,000 to $100,000 per month. I share exactly the entire thing with you on my YouTube channel, all right? You just need to basically put in the time, put the missing link, put the puzzle together because there's over 900 videos showing you exactly how to do with sellers, buyers, market your deals, um, signing the contract, and all of that. Now, for those of you, listen, if you like, hey, Kong, I don't have the time, uh, I don't have the time to go through all the video uh, to put everything together. Then just go to my website. Go to WTMFam.com. Check out the course I got for you and uh, see if it's a good fit for you. But uh, everything that you need, instead of putting it, uh, putting the time, putting it all together for you, um, go to WTMFam.com. Check it out, and uh, hopefully I'll be able to uh, help you with that. But no further ado, put your hand and your thumbs together and help me welcome Iman. What's going on, bro? What's going on, Kurt? How you doing, man? Good, 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 man, dude. Thank you so much yeah. for taking the time um, to jump on to do this with me, man, and uh, just basically giving it back to uh, the uh, the people, man. Not a problem. Not a problem yeah. at all. So, Iman, let's jump into it, man. Uh, let's share with everybody a little bit about your background, what you're currently doing, how you discover wholesaling, and obviously, let's and then we can talk about your first uh, deal. Background: I'm a truck driver. Um, I do that for a living. Been doing it for the last 14 years. Ooh, okay. Um, uh, slash professional prize fighter um just retired from that like maybe 10 years i've retired from that but maybe 10 years ago picked up truck driver driving and uh been doing this ever since but i i fell in love with uh real estate by like everybody else watching carlton sheets being graziazzi uh watching you know just youtube and 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 finding out you know what this wholesale thing was um i found that out by going to a thin mirror uh, um, seminar. They wanted to upsell me on everything. You know, you go there for the free course. Yeah. You, they, they upsell you to the $500. You, you pay for the $500. All it's $30,000 you got to come out your pocket for. I'm like, I, this ain't no way that, you know, uh, why should I have to pay this money? So I got introduced to wholesale through that. Um, start reading books. I'm not really a big book reader. So uh, same here. Went to YouTube University. Good the first, for you. The first, uh, Videos that I seen was yours, of course. Wholesale oh, thank Demands. you, bro. Thank yeah, you. No doubt. Uh, the Flip Man was another one. Brent yeah. Daniels was another one, and uh, uh, Max Maxwell. So yeah. I watch all you guys, all you guys, man. Every day I watch these videos. My wife like, "What are you doing? Why are you up so early in the morning watching these videos?" Now she knows why I do it. This that that check. That's why. Good, good for you, man. Hey, dude, I want to say thank you so much for the loss of. Uh, for the support and i want to say congrats dude congrats for sticking with it. it thank you very much man yeah congrats for putting in the wrk and i'm making it happen because of you, it's because of you man 
Oh, bro. Thank you so much, man. Listen, this, this, I'm not just saying this because everybody says, you say put in that work. If I can do it, anybody can do it. Um, Once upon a time, I don't know if you can tell, I had that, 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 you know, stuttering thing too. Um, Mm. Through, you know, rehab and just going through, you know, different things. I'm stuttering now, but, uh, I got, I got over it, but, um, like you said, if, it, if I can do it, anybody can do it. Anybody can do it. I'm a truck driver full time, 40, 50 hours a week, 40, 50 hours a week. If I can do this, you can do it. Good for Trust you, me. man. So now, um, um, Iman, how do you, so how, how do you find the time? Um, how do you find the time to actually, uh, do it, man? During the week is tough. I'm not going to lie. During the week is tough because I'm on the road. Some days I'm home every day. I, I just got back from New Jersey just today. We was out on the road for like, you know, three days. Uh, it's hard. So I watch YouTube all day. But, you know, on the weekends, me and my wife, we jump in the car, drive for dollars, brother. Drive for dollars. Driving for dollars, man. Nice. All day so, long. <clears throat> so, uh, so, Iman, you and the wife are working uh, at this together? I mean, she helps me out because she sees that I'm really passionate about it. Good. She doesn't, I mean, and, and I definitely give her money, you know, as far as gas. You know, your wife always likes money. But, uh, no, I mean, we're not really partners, but she's always going to be my partner. You know what I mean? Yep. I hear you, man. Good Good for you, dude. So, basically, Iman, so through Monday, so Monday through Friday, Monday through Friday, you kind of do your whole truck driving, watching YouTube, yes, education. And then and then on the weekend, you guys just going to go and drive for dollars. Driving for dollars. I mean, I, I I did get the courage up to do, you know, uh, cold calling. But yep. that's not really my thing. I'm gotcha. driving for dollars and, and sending out postcards. And if you're really interested, I don't like hassling people. If you're interested in selling me your property, you're going to call me back. So I yeah. send out postcards all the time. I got you. I got you. So for those of you, if you're new, you probably don't. If you don't know what driving for dollar is, um, this is this is the this is the company that um, um Iman uses do from uh, DoMachine.com. Uh, if you if you use my link DoMachine.com forward slash WTM, you get a, a seven days free trial with them, a forty dollar credit just to start out. You can use it. You can use up the seven days to forty dollars, and after that, if you don't like it, you can disconnect. It costs you nothing, but at least it, it gives you a little bit of money to actually get yes, rocking and rolling. So now on the weekend, you drive for dollars. Um, how many hours are you uh, spending driving for dollars? We go out maybe Saturday. We spend maybe not not very not not too much time. Maybe okay. two two three hours just driving around on a Saturday and Sunday. Okay, so Iman, let's talk about your first wholesale deal, then, man. How do you yes, sir. How do you found the seller? How do you get him contact? The conversation and all that, bro. Uh, well, basically, like I said, I was you know the drive for dollars deal machine. I was sending out postcards. In this 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 deal is crazy because where I work at driving to my job i see this house all the time and mm. it looked vacant i know it looked vacant trash is always outside on the curb it's never gone it's always out in the front i'm like yo is this house vacant come to find out it's a three-family house it's it's tenants on the second and third floor but the first floor is vacant so i just took a picture of it in my deal machine app start sending out postcards um and in uh may I got a phone call. I, I normally don't answer my phone, but I just answered it, and it was the seller of it was the owner of the house. Oh. He was uh t- telling me how he got my postcard and how he was in may, maybe uh possibly interested in selling. And we talked. We had a conversation for about a you know hour and a half, two hours. He told me what uh, about the property, how much he wanted, 
I told him, you know, uh, I can probably make it work with those numbers that he, he was giving me. Uh, and then at, at the end of the conversation, he told me about another property that he had. But, but this property, he had initially he wanted um, one seventy for it. Okay. Uh, and and, and the, I said, you know, I could possibly make work because the ARV was between two twenty five and two thirty. I said the numbers was kind of high, but I posted it on Facebook Marketplace anyway on the host on the wholesale um all the wholesale sites on Facebook, and I was getting some some. Some traction. Other people saying that the price needs to be a little lower. Other people, was, but I did have, I did get somebody to to bite it, and uh, it didn't work out. And then um, I didn't hear from that homeowner for a while because his girlfriend had caught. She was going through a cancer scare. Um, and then in August, he called me back. He's like, "Listen, I'm sorry for not calling you. I was going through some things with my with my family, but uh." I'm ready to sell number. The only thing is, um, I have to go up on the price. So he went from I want to say um, that 190 up to like two, two ten, two fifteen. Okay, so like, you know, uh, so Iman, I don't mean to interrupt, man. So the first time that the first time you guys talked, did you get did you get the prop in the contract? I did not. Oh, okay. So he I did you not. did not he got did, okay. Oh, ho okay, hold on. Put it under contract for some reason, but uh, I didn't okay, get it under contract the first time. Gotcha. Okay, so you didn't put it under contract, but the asking price is one seventy. You said right? That's how much he wants. Yeah, about one seventy. Yes, sir. Okay. So, and you mentioned that since you didn't even have it under contract, you just decided to put it out there um on the Facebook marketplace, the house, the wholesaling houses, full time Facebook group, and all that. What were you what What were you putting it out uh, for, or how much? I was putting out there for 190. Okay. So he was asking 170. So you figure, hey, let me throw it out there for 190 and see anybody would be interested, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Now, um, Iman, did you put the address or or how did you play that? I did not. I, I put up the, um, you know, it was a three family. Yep. Uh but this 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 property is, is kind of funny. So you gotta like hear me out on this one. It's a three family in the front. Okay. Second floor and third floor is being rented, and yep. they have a first floor that was completely vacant that needs to be renovated. But in the back of this property, there's another property. It's a single family that was being rented, and uh, he was getting, I want to say, eight fifty for that. But so it's two properties okay. on one piece of land that came together. But got every, it. Yeah, they came together. Got it. Okay. So for those of you who's watching or who's listening. One thing you got to understand that, you know, um, obviously Iman didn't have it under contract. Typically, legally, you cannot market the property if you don't have it under contract. But Iman didn't put the property address. It's basically like a, basically you're just put it, putting it out there like a ghost ad. A ghost right? ad, hey, right. Yeah, like, like a ghost ad. So I, I think that um, is okay because a lot of time maybe you're trying to understand the market. You're trying to, you know, put some buyers together to see kind of where they're at in price or what price they're buying it at. So um, for those of you, if you're starting out, uh, putting ghosts out on Craigslist is also very good for you to start get, um, building up your cash buyer list. So you it, so you basically, you don't have to have a property on the contract. You just post some random property that you just made, make up, all right? And then when the buyer calls you, you said, hey, I'm currently have that property on the contract with another buyer. 
but I love to collect your information, your name, your phone number, what type of property you're looking to buy, how quickly you you can close, you know, so you can vet your buyers and qualify and build a relationship and then start putting on your a buyers list. Because if you don't have a property, um, you know, it, it's hard for you to start getting buyers. But if you put a random, like a ghost ad, once again, it's like a ghost ad. Um, I, di I did this when I first started. I put a bunch of ghosts out on Craigslist and I get a bunch of people call me. I qualify them and then I start building up my cash buyers list. So, um, so Iman, so you put it out for 190 okay? And uh, you're getting a, a lot of buyers that say it was too high. Too high. Okay. So, so what did you, so what did you do after that? Well, basically, uh, I, I, I didn't hear from the seller uh, for for a while, so I just mm. let that that ad run, and as it's running, I'm writing down everybody's you know email, telephone number, but I didn't hear from the buyer for a while for for whatever reason. But they come to find out, his I didn't hear from him because his girlfriend was going through a right. cancer scare. Right. Um. Then he finally got back and he in uh right. in August and he said, "Yo, I'm ready." Okay. But I got to go up on the price because okay. because of the hardships. So I said, sure. "You know what? What you asking for?" And he said, "Um." Uh, I want to say 215, 220. Uh, but, you know, I told him I can't, I can't do that. It's kind of high because, you know, I put it out there. For, I didn't tell him I put it out there for this right. Way, but I knew it was kind of hot. Um, could we, could, could you do any better than that? I got that from, from the flip man. Could you do any better than that? Um, and we, we talked, we negotiated, we're back and forth, back and forth. And finally, I got it from 215, 220 down to 200, 200 even. Okay. So now and, at uh, this time, at, at this time yes, around, did you did you put under did you put the prop under contract? Oh, qu quick, fast, and hurry. Yeah, so you put it under contract for two hundred thousand. Two hundred thousand, yes, sir. Okay, so keep going. Then I put it out for uh, two fifty. Wait, 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 uh, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. Everybody probably want to know. So how much how much is the earnest money did you put down with the seller? Yeah. Uh, absolutely nothing. Nothing. Okay, so you just got him to kind of sign the contract. No, no Your earnest money. Yes, and I say, and I heard this too. If the, if they don't ask about about it, then you, I mean, you don't really have to tell them about it. But uh, correct. I didn't. I he didn't say anything about it. I already went to deposit, so I didn't say anything about it. Um, I knew about it, but I didn't say nothing. So we got it under right. contract for, for two hundred. Yeah. Okay. Yes, so good. Good. Okay. So for if you're listening. Okay, watching this. So typically, there has to be an exchange in money. Typically, it needs to be to be at least I would say ten dollars, but it could be a dollar. All right, there needs to be an exchange in money for the contract to become legit, to become legal. Yeah. Just so you know, all right. Most seller that you deal with typically direct dealing directly with the seller, they never really asked about the earnest money. They never right. really know about the earnest money or any of that. Typically, the one that asks. They have dealt with, uh, they probably dealt with a, a wholesaler before where they went through with a wholesaler and it didn't work out or another investors or they are a realtor. So they understand. So they know, or they work with a realtor before, but typically most seller that we deal with directly never ask about the earnest money. Okay. They, they never really ask about it, but I'm just sharing with you. Typically you want to put at least a dollar, $10 in the contract. So that way uh, when you send into a title company, you drop off that uh, that earnest uh, deposit with the seller. The contract becomes uh, legit. So if that's which means if the seller decided to back out, uh, basically he or she can't because you got you got a a bound contract with them. But if you don't drop off, if you and let, let's just say that 
you know, you sign a contract, no earnest money, and the seller founds another buyer, go behind your back. You didn't drop off any earnest money. That contract is it's 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 like non-existent. Like it's not even uh a real contract, just so you guys know, okay? But okay, so go uh go ahead, bro. So lock it up on a contract for two hundred thousand. Okay, what's next? So then I put it out there uh for two twenty-five. Okay. Um and I had one guy come out and, and, and look at it and say he wanted it. We got the contract signed with him for the 225. Um, but come to find out, he was another wholesaler wanting to join venture this sure. contract. I didn't okay. know. Um, so once I'm like, you know, I, I found this out, like, hey, you know, like he said I knew, but I really didn't. But he, he got under, got under contract with him. Um, they couldn't get a loan on, on the property. They couldn't get a loan or uh, so they couldn't close the deal. So now I'm I'm stuck trying to find somebody to, to, to wholesale this deal to. Um, so after that contract basically ran out, I go back to the the seller and, and, and tell him like this contract is about to expire. I know we, we built uh, rapport. Um, I'm, you know, you know, I'm serious about this deal and I really do want it. Um, just give me another chance. Give me another 30 days to get this thing sold for you. Um, he gave me another 30 days. We got another contract signed. Um, I put okay. it back on. Go ahead. Okay. Iman, I want to break this down a little bit so people understand yes, sir. here. Yes, sir. So you got another wholesaler came in and said, Hey, he would say he would do it for 225. Yes, sir. So did you did you guys did you guys sign like uh, an agreement or or was it a verbal? At, at, it was verbal. It was verbal. But once um, he in the once he found a buyer, we we he we put in the contract. Okay, hold on. Okay, so so he did found a buyer at the two twenty five. Yeah. Right. Okay. Now you sign an assignment agreement with that buyer. With that, with that buyer, oh, hold on, uh, and also a, also a joint venture contract. Correct with the wholesaler. Yes, sir. Okay, so what was what was so basically at this moment here, you you potentially was going to make twenty five k. So right. what was so what was the split with the joint venture? Is it 50, 50 or what? Fifty fifty. Yes, sir. Okay. 50, 50. Got it. Typically, that's how it works. Okay, so it's a fifty fifty split with the other wholesaler. So now my next question to you is that. The buyer signs the assignment agreement for two twenty five. What happened? Like the deal fall apart? Yeah, the deal fell apart. Basically, the buyer couldn't. I guess he couldn't get. I really didn't understand it. He couldn't get a loan or a hard money loan on that property because it was two properties on one piece of land. And however he did it, they couldn't get a um. They couldn't get the right comps on how much the property was worth because it was okay. two properties on one piece of land. Okay, I got you. I got you. So, my question to you now is how much how much of a deposit did the buyer put down? Nothing. He didn't put out anything. Okay. You guys once again, don't ever make this mistakes. When a buyer decided they want to move forward, all right, to buy the property from you, which means they're going to sign an assignment agreement. Always always have them put a non-refundable deposit so that way they have skin in the game. Which the means thing is, Go ahead. I never I never, I, I spoke to the, that buyer one time. Yeah. I asked the other wholesaler, like, listen, what about the money, honest money, the earnest money deposit? He goes, oh, don't worry about it. We're, we're, he's, he's good. We're going to close the deal. 
and me being new to the game, I didn't know anything. I just, I just, okay, as long as he's in the clothes, we're good. Don't worry about it. Right, right. And so, so listen, when, <clears throat> when you're new into the game, you know, obviously there's a lot of things going on and you're trying to figure everything out. But so that's why we're here to tell you, all right, that you need to make sure that when you have a buyer, that buyer, if it's a legit buyer, trust me, if it's a legit yes. buyer, they yes. will put down a none. I don't even, when yes. I talk to my buyer, I don't even say it's an earnest money deposit. I say it's a non-refundable deposit. I oh, need okay. them to understand that if they back out, it will become non-refundable. And typically, my average non-refundable deposit is it's it's like right, right around five thousand. Like that's the Jesus. minimum. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, dude, that's the Jesus. minimum. That's the minimum that I take. Wow. Dude, bro, I got buyer putting down like 15, 20 G's, no problem. Jesus. So, but how big are the wholesale deals though? You um, get, typically, put... yeah, yeah. Typically, my typically my average wholesale deal is between twenty to twenty five G's. Jesus. Yeah. So, but, I can't so, wait to be like you, Kong. Dude, bro, you, bro, you are going to get there. It's, it, like, yeah. So, so make sure you, you make sure you have your buyer to have a lot of skin in the game. Listen, I don't care if you're, I don't care if your deposit or if you're, I don't care if your assignment fee is 5,000. I talk to, once you, when you talk to your buyer, just ask them how much can you guys put down? And right. I, once again, I have buyers where I was going to make five, um, Five thousand on uh, an assignment fee, and they put down ten thousand dollars, non-refundable. You see, Jesus. and now if they back out, guess what? I gotta keep that ten thousand. I'm making 10, more on, on right. that non-refundable wow. than my assignment fee. Always make sure that they put uh, down a large sum, so that way yes, they have sir. skin in the game. All right, you guys watch this, you listen to this. That's a must, must, must. If a buyer tells you, "I'm gonna close on it. Uh, don't worry about it. I don't need, dude." Those are not solid buyers. I'm telling you right now. All right, because I'm on the other side as well. I've bought property from wholesaler and all that. And dude, I come in and I say, okay, hey, let's get this deal done. How much do you need me to put down? Done. Well, because no matter what I'm going to do, if I'm a solid buyer, I'm going to close on the deal anyway. Whether I put 10000 down or 50000 down, all that money is going to go towards my purchase price anyway. Right? So that's why. I, so, so I'm telling you. And also, too, is if your buyer is solid, they will tell you they can close within 7 to 15 days. Yeah. If a buyer tells you I need a 30 days, 45 days closing, they're not solid. Typically, that is another wholesaler that's trying to tie the property on a contract and trying to find someone else and assign it over basically yeah. for uh for more money. All right. Yeah. A, and, yeah. and that buyer is um, you know, if that's a buyer, they're basically trying to go and, and get a loan somehow. All right, which means their finance is not it's not in place yet. And you don't want to mess with those kind of buyers because buyers that are ready to go. Typically, if they get harmony lender, it takes about 15 days, just two weeks, 15 days for them to close on the deal. That's that's the most. Um, there's a buyer that I work with that needs three weeks, but three weeks max. Mm -hmm. All right. So if you're watching this, make sure you take notes on that. Okay. So now, okay. So that buyer back down, then what happened, bro? So I, I went to the seller. I, I, you know, we, we, we built, um, you know, a little some some mutual respect for each other um right and i said listen you know that buyer that i brought to the table i told him about the buyer. i said listen i brought him to the table i met him on facebook i really didn't know him i really didn't either he was just the first one to um come to the table as far as like you know me me putting the property out he was the first one to come to the table i said listen but give me another chance 
okay. I will get this thing done. Give me another chance. Give me another 30 days. I get this thing done. No problem. I got a whole nother list of buyers I can market this thing to and they get it done. I put it on Facebook uh, once again, um, marketplace, but I, I think I added two more marketplaces to it. And within 15 minutes, uh, I had somebody interested in the property. Two people, actually. I said, listen, if you're interested in the property, um, come in on Saturday. We do a walk around. They came in on that Saturday. We walked around. One person was interested. He called me on the phone and said, listen, I know you want um, X amount of dollars for it. I can't give you that, but I can give you this. I said, so um, if you can't, well, nah, it's a little, how about, you know, he said, I can't give you 220, but I can give you 213. Okay. How about 215? He said, you know what, we can do 215. I, I got the contract. I got it under contract for 200. I sold the contract for um, 215 and made 15,000 in the process. Boom. Okay. So now at this time, now your second time around here, how much earnest the, uh, or how much <laughs> of the non-refundable did your buyer put down? I, I, I spoke to my buyer. I told him, I said, listen, um, the last guy didn't work out, but I'm going to need that, uh, that earnest money deposit. He said, it's not a problem. I need that 1500. He said, well, I, I just, you know, I, I really don't feel like comfortable giving out that much money, 1500, but I give you a thousand dollars. So I got a thousand dollars earnest money deposit. He wrote out in the check. Gotcha. Boom. And then you guys just close on it. Yes, sir. Good. Okay. So let me teach you guys some negotiating tactic. Okay. Because this is what I went through when I first started out. All right. When, you, when you're new into the game, you're anxious of getting things done. You don't want to cause an issue with your buyers and this and that. Okay. Because you're afraid that, oh, if you, if you ask so many questions or cause an issue that they're going to back out, blah, blah, blah. All right. There's a lot of things that go through. So what you want to do is you want to maintain um, control of the deal. So typically, I ask my buyers. So I say, "Hey, um, how much of a uh, deposit can you put down?" So don't don't never be the one that mention a number first. Always be the okay. person that asks them what they can do, what they can put down, and then if they so typically that you know so because a lot of times they might say a number that is a lot larger than what you're thinking. You're thinking, "Oh, you know what? If if man, if the buyer can put down twenty five hundred dollars, dude, we're golden." But what if you ask them and they're like, hey, uh, I can do 5000 Boom, right? You right. spend an extra 2500 bucks. Right. Right. And let's just say if you ask them if they and if they mention 2000 well, guess what? They start at 2000 It doesn't mean you're starting at 2000 So you can tell them, hey, 2000 is not going to work. And typically when I negotiate with the seller or with the buyer, I always have a partner in place. So that way I'm never the one that's negotiating directly uh with the other person with the buyer so i so basically because when you want when you do that it's it's a it's it's easier to talk to them because then you're not the one who's pressuring them but you're like hey my partner you know typically when we do this kind of deal my partner typically wants you know five thousand dollars uh deposit is that something that you can do all right so that's how okay. you want to that's how you want to position yourself never be the one that negotiated directly with the other person it just costs too much conflict so I take yes. that pressure and I put it on my partners or my team or or whatnot. Okay. I got you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. So now my next question to you is that when you when you went back and talked to the seller to ask for more time, did the seller know at this time that you're trying to wholesale the property? He knew or from what? the beginning. I told him. He knew oh. from the beginning. I told him. I made I made him aware. I, I mean, I know you don't really. I guess you don't have to, but I made him aware of the. I told him basically. I I just him like I was gonna wholesale it. I said either. I'm going to, you know, get a hard money loan on it and buy it for myself or okay. 
Um, the kind my contract is assignable. I may assign it to another cash buyer. Okay. And he okay. was cool. He was cool with it. Okay. Good. Okay. So, uh, so here's where, um, here's where I want to make sure that you guys understand this. Okay. Is that when you talk to a seller, seller typically don't know what wholesaling is. And when you bring up, Hey, I'm going to wholesale the property, blah, blah, blah. It just costs a lot of conflict. It raised a lot of flag. It raised a lot of questions. I'm just saying it's cool that you found a seller that are able to, it's okay with that. But I'm just saying the wording uh, needs to, you know, needs to be a little bit better. You can tell them, hey, listen. So typically what we do, you know, once oh, once we come to an agreement, we put the property, uh, once we come to an agreement and we have execute uh, an agreement, um, you know, typically uh, I either move forward, you know, we either move forward to buy the property or I typically, we have one of our partners that actually comes in and doing a joint venture with us, or maybe uh, they're going to be the one who buying the property. But my thing is, we're going to get this done for you regardless. So that's typically how I would, um, how I would say it. Not coming out and say, "Hey, you know what? When I put this property in a contract, I'm going to send it out to my buyers. I'm going to try to find a buyer for the deal." Blah blah blah. It just raised a lot of flag, and also too is, um, it it also crossed the legal line as well because now you are basically trying to be an agent instead of being an investors mm. all right so i want you guys to understand you know when you explain things just make sure that they understand that you are a potential buyer which is right you work with a group of partners which yes, that's sir. what we're doing okay so always make sure that you when you talk to them that you are a potential buyer that you are interested in buying this property all right. So you're like, hey, typically, you know, me or one of my partners will move forward to buy the property, um, whether we take, you know, sometime we'll take it, uh, 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 you know, sometime I'll get some just like you explained. Sometime I'll get uh, some I work with a harmony lender so we can get this thing done or one of my partner will step in um, and get this done. But regardless, regardless, we're going to get this done for you. OK, yes, so yes, I would. I wouldn't use the word uh, wholesale or, hey, I'm going to put this prop in a contract and then I'm going to market and I'm going to try to find a buy for this deal. So I wouldn't come off saying like that. But okay. then so position yourself as whether you or one of your partner is going to move forward to buy the property. Yes, sir. OK, okay good. So, um, um, man, um, any last thing that you want to say to the viewer that are you know starting out? Because uh, I get a lot of truck drivers as well, man, that are spending a lot of time on the road, and they want to succeed at this as well. And it's crazy. I'm in, like this interview, I'm I'm in my truck right now. Um, my only I, I like you know, it's funny because I'm putting this thing on, on 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 Facebook, and I'm getting people who wants me to to either join venture with them or 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 teach them. And I say, I'm just starting out. I'm just. I'm not, I can't teach anyone, but I, the thing I, I can say, and I want to say to people out there who's doing this, who may don't think they have the time to do it. Listen, if I'm a truck driver working 40, 50 hours a week and, and I'm doing it, you can do it. I don't want to sound cliche-ish, but you can do it. It can be done. Um, you just have to find the time and put the effort in it and stay persistent and consistent and the deals will come. Trust me, like I just closed this deal, and I'm like, yeah, I'm allowed him off the next one. The, that own that seller called me back, and he's ready to sell me another property. So, you know, I'm hoping to get that property in the contract too. So he said, give him at least two weeks so he can um, renovate the first floor because that first floor is 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 uh is vacant too. But the, the last people who was in it 
put like damage to put holes in the wall yeah. he wants to just you know renovate right. it but he definitely wants me to you know wholesale that one also okay good man how much are you gonna potentially make on that one um i'm i'm hoping i'm praying god bless uh between 30 and 40 Woo! i wish 30, you bro K. dude i wish you the best of luck man and uh, listen yes, you know so, those of you who's watching consistent being persistent staying committed is the key and um it only takes one deal one That's deal it. To change your entire life, okay? It takes one deal, whether it's it's a $2,000 deal or a $25,000 deal, but it it's it's that first deal that will change your life because everything becomes real to you. You know, real, you're, you're yes. confident, your belief will just skyrocket. You know that you can, basically now you know the process, you know exactly how it works and you can just duplicate. You know you can do yes, it again and yes. again and again. It all comes down to a matter of time yes, and putting in the effort and the work. So anyways, man, I want to say congrats. And for hey, those of you, you yeah, dude, it. for those for those of you, you have any questions, you want to text me directly, shoot me a text over to 1-206-208-0676 with any questions or anything you want to text me personally. Um, just shoot me a text right there. So, Iman, man, I want to say thank you so much for the love, for the appreciate support you. and coming on appreciate here you. and uh, sharing with everyone, man. Thank you so much, dude. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yep. You're welcome. Take care. Thank you. How are yep. you, too?